podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Hey everybody, welcome to High School Hoops, episode 33. Before we get started on this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Dr. Dish. Make sure you mention High School Hoops or Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $300 off your next purchase. It's the number one, in my opinion, shooting machine on the market. Also, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're a high school coach, I have been there. <laughs> if you're listening to High School Hoops, I have been there. I have experienced what you've gone through. I've, I've won state titles, multiple ones. I've coached NBA guys. I have had the lows at the beginning of my career and the highs in, my, in the recent parts. Let me help you through this journey. Let all of our coaches in, in our community help you through it. It is um, second to none, in my opinion, a very active community. So go over and check it out. All right, let's head off to High School Hoops, episode 33. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. That is wrong, but I'm going to leave this because this is an unedited version. Welcome to High School Hoops, episode 33. Um, it's been a long day today, so forgive me. Um, what's today's uh, topic? Well, we decided to uh, add this one quickly in since yep. you had the luxury of going to the Final Four this year. So as high school coaches, what are some takeaways that we can discuss a little bit um, by watching the Final Four and then overall the NCAA tournament that we can apply and think about as high school basketball coaches? Well, I, I mean, I got tons. But I think, yeah. I think one of the huge takeaways, there's a couple. Um, stay in school, I think, would be one. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's really true. The anti one and done, I think, is huge in this. In, was in this one. Um, I think what was very unique, and I don't know, my coaches and I were texting and tweeting and facebooking and slacking back and forth through the whole thing. The difference between Texas Tech and how they push kind of baseline, and how Tony and and Pat kind of push middle. You know, you can, you, there's more, don't take this the wrong way. Don't, don't write me in emails, but there's more than one way of skinning a cat. There's more than one way of playing this quote unquote, the same kind of defense. So that was a huge takeaway for me. Um, just get really good at something. <laughs> you know, I've had coaches go, do you push middle? Do you push baseline? What do you do? How do you, it's like, well, it, you know, I, I, my theory is I like pushing middle more when I have a rim protector. <laughs> Uh, and I like to push baseline when I don't. That's just kind of one of my general rules. But um, th I think the defensive aspect of the game and just, you know, you look at the other two teams that didn't make it to the finals. I mean, defense was crazy good from those final four teams. That, that, that was one of my huge takeaways from the game aspect of it. You know, I think about the tournament in regards to after just having a, a good conversation with uh, a couple other podcast interviews I'm doing for Coach Unplugged, and uh, I got done reading a book um, called 21st Century uh, Practice by Brian McCormick, and it talks about the dick and a theory about being good at three things, and you could really tell the two teams that were in the finals this year were teams that were really good at a couple things, and they were masters of that. Right. And I think that just shows that like, a, a really good, solid basketball team is going to have an identity, and they're going to be really good at a couple things. Right. You know? And right. we, we talk about Virginia, their, their, their pack line defense, their three-point shooting, um, you know, uh, playing, playing well and disciplined and, and, their, and their pace. 
you know, got them all the way to the national championship, you know, whether you like the, like the way they play or not the way they like they play, um, you know, and there, there's ultimately the mo- more that goes into that. But, you know, if you can get good at three things or three or four things and, and be really good at it, you're going right. to go far. I think that, I think the Kentucky and Duke are, I think Kentucky and Duke are really good at some things too. Right. Sometimes one style just ends up being the other that year. But I think it doesn't successful programs build on certain things, you know? And so, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think about that, you know, Dick Bennett's son, Tony Bennett wins the national championship. And that theory kind of holds through. You look at Texas tech, you know, and they didn't have any, basically any all Americans on that team, but they had an identity. They had one. They have one. Okay, sorry. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Okay. He'll be he'll be top 10, 15, I think. Yeah, and you'll probably have a good NBA career too because he works hard. Yeah. He's long. You got to have you got to have some players. Don't get me wrong. Virginia didn't win. I mean, you got to remember, Virginia won the ACC. It's not like they were, you know. Sound like Butler was a while ago. Yeah, that, um, that's that's just a whole other conversation. But right, um, you know, we could have a we could have a whole podcast dedicated to the things that Brad Stevens has done, which you wouldn't right. have a problem with anyway. So, right. um, I love Brad Stevens. Yeah, I know you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Brad, if you're listening, yeah, you're more than welcome to come on yes. High School Hoops or yes. Coach Unplugged anytime yes. you like. Anytime. Um, your little so piece. that was the one thing that I I really felt, um, and you could tell that. The, the four teams that were in there, the, the, the unity and the, and it was a, it was really good for college basketball this year. I mean, for people that are attending, yeah, you want to see the big named teams and so right, forth. And, right. And I can sure tell that- you from my son's standpoint. So my son was disappointed because I took him. He was disappointed because he wasn't going to get to see Zion. I said, Drew, this is more than just about the game too. It's about, you know, experiencing the entire, you know, yeah, but you were you were able to see three really good games. Three really, really good, good games. Really um, good games. And, and three, I mean, four teams that played as a team, and yeah. it was a good place for any high school basketball coach and his son to be at. You know, right. you couldn't yeah. ask for a better environment. No. You know, teams that have never been there before. You know, right. and that that whole feel and going into overtime and the controversy and you know the mental mistakes and that that would be you know, one of the other tech one things I want to talk about is like even at the collegiate level mental mistakes are huge you know and right. this, I mean I, I sit there and think oh my gosh I cannot believe you fouled them right but then so I, I shouldn't for those of you who are listening if you're doing if an eighth grader does it in an AU tournament on a Saturday in April you shouldn't get that mad at him hey everybody I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am a couple ways that you could help us out over at coach unplugged would be number one you could go over and subscribe and like we would really appreciate that that really does help Spotify iTunes Acast, um Stitcher, wherever you listen to this podcast, that would be really good. The second thing you could do, you could help me take my wife out to dinner. You could help me keep these podcasts on the air by going over and joining teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Uh, The new site is up. It is moving. It is not where we want it to be yet, but it's pretty good. It's 99.9% there. Um, It's got videos. It's got audios. It's got community um, it's got me, we're one-on-one call, whatever you need to make your basketball journey a little bit easier. So go over and check it out. It's Netflix for basketball coaches, but even better. All right, talk to you soon. You know, that's the, that's the biggest game in collegiate basketball, and the kid did it, you know. so And, you know, your theory is right in this whole Final Four. You talk about a lot is that 
when the players need to hear you the most at that time, they're not going to hear you. They're going to have to be able to communicate with each other or be able to execute. And you know what? Those two teams that were in there, they were two teams that were well-prepared. They were well-prepared. And it's it's nothing against I, I I like Chris Beard a lot. I think he's an awesome coach. I really like Tony Tony Bennett. I have respect for both of them and their programs. I think they're great for the game. Uh, I think they're just class act guys. I think they're awesome. You know, in the end, sometimes it just the game becomes so big it just happens, and there's just some things you just can't control. Right. You know? Yeah, well, and the thing is, it's a little different because they do get to communicate because it literally seems like there's an instant replay every 33 seconds in the last two minutes. So that the game has so shifted with that instant replay that they they basically know that if it's going to be close, they're going to get it. They're going to get a look at it. They're going to get a timeout if they need one, or they're at least they're planning on them. I think a little bit more. Um, Yeah, and then from a from a coaching standpoint, the number of coaches. I mean. Literally the first day we were walking in, I think um, the Iowa coach walked by, the Connecticut coach. I mean, my son's eyes were about this big because it's like, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. There's Beeline. He just walked by. You know, they're all over. You know, because yeah. the National Association of Basketball Coaches also has their convention. Right. So it's like, holy cow! You everybody's and then, there, and then everybody's networking. I'm telling you, for all the young coaches listening out there. It's a good place to network. Oh, my God. Everyone's trying to connect and get their next job and, and who, you know, because really it's about, you know, it's about trust. Um, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have the guy that sat next to me um, on a podcast soon. Um, he's a, a NAIA coach, assistant coach, and it's all about networking. It's all about like, you know, because they got to trust you, you know. Um, like coach K won't even take anybody that's not, hasn't played for him at this point. Basically. Right. Um, cause there's a level of trust that you got to have so that the federal government doesn't come in. That's, know, that's so funny. Them. That's so funny. The conversation I just had with Matt, uh, Matt Lewis out of, uh, UW Oshkosh, who won the division three title this year. It was all about, you know, how does a young coach get a head job? It's, it's all about connections and networking and, who, and how you running camps and where you go and, Sometimes you don't make a lot of money, but it's all about networking, networking, networking. So, I mean, just even going to the final four networking is huge. You know, that, that was a big thing um, that I, I, I think is really important too, by going to an event like that as well. It, it, it is something. So I'm going to tell people that haven't been, you should all, you should go. If it comes to your area, you should definitely go. Um, Drew and I, Drew and I will definitely go back. Um, we were talking about next year. Not sure it's going to work out next year, but I think it's in Atlanta next year. The year after that, though, is in Indy. That's not that far. It it's not that far. No, um, I, I went to Indy when the Badgers went. So. Yeah, so so the thing is, it's it, it's hard to explain watching a basketball game in a football stadium with 80,000. It's crazy, yes. It's, it's, yes. It's not the ideal way to watch a game. No, it's not. But it's it's an unbelievable experience which is the way I would describe it. So it's like one of those things. I have no desire to go to the Super Bowl. I just don't. I'd love to go to maybe a World Series game. I'd love to go to the Masters because I think mm-hmm. you're right there. Yeah. Um, you know, an NBA game, you know, I might take them to a Bucks game maybe in the next round. Um, those are fun. But, I, you know, everybody should – if you like college basketball, you should definitely go. 
I, and I also think now this is a time that high school coaches can really elaborate on the final four in their own program that next year and talk about some of the things that these teams were able to do as a team defensively all together, sharing the basketball. I mean, they were able to see it on the biggest stage. A lot of times kids start to believe more when they see it happening. You know, you know, Zion, Zion Williamson did not win the national championship. The team of Virginia and the team of Texas Tech were in the finals. I just think that's great for young men and women to see that, you know, the best players. And this is why I'm telling you the best, look, look at Tyler, Tyler hero. He didn't even get his team to the state tournament in Wisconsin. Right. It's like, just because you're a good player doesn't mean you're going to be able to do. The key is to be able to get the good players to mm-hmm. buy in together. Yep. And, and you know, Duke had probably the most talent. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, they weren't able to win it. You know, right. it's like, and you can't tell me it's coaching. <laughs> He's probably the best coach alive at this right. point, one of them. So, we, don't need to, we don't even have to argue with that, for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, he, he's, he's definitely in the top 20 coaches alive. Right. I don't think anybody would argue that, probably. And he didn't win it with that talent. So, there's some luck involved. There's some bounces. You know, they don't even maybe – should have maybe gotten to the lead eight. So, but I think the first thing I said is true, too, that experience matters. <laughs> um. Yeah, and, and being and being good at a couple things, and yep. then again, it came down to two teams that were very good defensively, very very good defensively, and two different ways of doing it. So you know there isn't a right and a wrong way. It really depends on what fits the mold of your team. I think that's a a great uh, a great. You got to be able to defend at some point if you're going to win it. Yep. If you're a running team, I'm going to slow you. If yep. you're you know you're a slow team, I'm going to get you going fast we're going to be able to counter those things at some point in the game, probably, but you're going to have to be able to get some stops. If you want to win it, doesn't yep. matter which level you're coaching at at this point, but right. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad we did that. That made that me was good. About it. it was good. All right. We'll All right, talk sounds good. All right Thanks. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. If you did go over and leave a five-star review, if you didn't turn your, turn your iPhone or whatever you're listening to the podcast off. Um, but no, go over and check out teachhoops.com too. If you, if you want to give back a little bit, if you want to join our community, if you want to become a better coach, if you want to find the nuances of this great game, if you want to delve into this brain of 30 plus years of coaching, uh, go over and check it out and uh, we'll help you through this great journey. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.